Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School. Why am I whispering today? Because I want to teach you how to learn to truly listen. But first, a funny papers edition from our friend, Chris Schwab. Here you go. Chris has an incredible business. It's completely automated. He travels the globe. He doesn't solo clean. In fact, he's only ever had to clean maybe for one day total. He has VAs running his company from all the administrative office pieces, and he's got cleaners hired and doing the work while he's in England or Japan or wherever he's at. As a matter of fact, he's probably putting in 5 to 15 minutes per day or sometimes 5 to 15 minutes a week on keeping the business running. It's incredible. Now, does he make a million dollars? No. His business probably runs in the half a million dollar range, and I don't know his income, but he's making great income to travel the world, and he's only doing it a couple minutes a day. Now, that is something that many of us might want to aspire to be. If you want to get to where he's at, feel free to reach out to my friend, Chris Schwab. Here's a story that is from him. Like I said, Chris works remotely, and he's experimenting with Amazon Home Services as a referral source. And so he gets a call for his cleaning team to come to someone's house. It should have been routine, except the guy was asking some strange questions. And now the VAs are answering these questions. So Chris wasn't on the phone. But yet, when there's something that's out of the ordinary, Chris will get a call about it so he can address it, teach them how to respond so that next time he won't have to be called. Specifically, here was the question that they were asking, like, How many people are going to be coming, male and female? He only wanted one female was his thing. It should have raised an alarm and Chris learned from this mistake. Now, in the end, nothing terrible happened. Don't let your mind go crazy here. But let's just tell you what did happen. Chris sends a team of two and the guy only wanted one. There's no way Chris was sending one because he wanted to make sure he kept his people safe. So... When the guy sees the two there, he was disappointed. They go in, and when they get to the master bedroom, he had the entire bedroom rigged with camera equipment and all kinds of toys that were not made from Fisher Price. So, the lesson here is that Chris tells me, Ken, what happened is that this guy was calling Amazon Home Services and was looking for a different kind of home service. Now, I don't know why he would go to Amazon, but he ended up finding Chris's company and he wanted one female. It's pretty sickening. But this particular situation should never have happened. And it does raise concerns for you solo cleaning ladies out there especially. There are whack jobs, crazy people out there. And it's always smart so that people always know where you are. And I highly recommend, as a serious part to this funny story, go back and listen to my episode, Basic Safety for Solos. That'll give you some perspective on how to handle situations. So Chris Schwab, 
I know that was a learning lesson for you. Wow. And I also know that you don't use Amazon Home Services anymore. Nothing against Amazon, but in this case, it did not work for Chris. Okay, now we're going to go back into listening mode. And I'm going to talk about my family again. Now, we all have that one child that we seem to be teaching the same lessons over and over again, right? Well, that's my middle son, Colby. He's my main man. We're super tight. He's nine years old, and we share the same birthday. I say all the time that my best birthday gift I ever got was receiving him. He loves that. Colby has a way, let's just say, of asserting his beliefs that he's always right. He tends to maybe talk and hear more than listen. He will interrupt others when they are talking and not realize he's even doing it as he's kind of in his own head. Can anyone relate? Any of your kids like this? It is barge in, not paying attention, not reading the room and just right to mom, right to dad, right to brother, interrupt them. Doesn't matter who's talking, who's not. He's also the one, if his mom says it's warm out, he says it's hot. If she says it's hot, he'll say it's cold. You get the picture. I was teaching Colby the difference between hearing and listening recently. Kenny, my oldest son, overheard this lesson and thought it was a great podcast episode. So here you go, Solo Cleaning School. I hope Kenny was right. Here's what I told my son. Colby, your ears are designed to receive sound vibrations, and those vibrations transmit from the nerves into your brain, and the brain makes an interpretation of that sound. If you're truly listening, your brain then processes that sound and acts upon what you just heard. Then I share the opposite. If you are merely hearing, the sounds are still received, but it's drowned out by your own internal thoughts or the words you're speaking because you're not paying attention. Your brain can't occupy those two things at once. The thought that you're currently having or doing and the things that you're hearing doesn't work. In other words, hearing is passive and listening is active. To listen, you must fully engage your senses, which includes your ears, your eyes with eye contact to the one talking, and your mouth by not opening it. Active listening also includes your body language, like nodding along or leaning forward. These signs show the talker that you are truly listening, truly care about what they have to say, and therefore, Colby, you truly care about them. Hearing and talking over someone else is selfish and taking. It harms relationships. Listening is giving and builds relationships. We have this thing with my younger boys. They understand that the knife means division and glue means unity. So whenever my kids are acting in division, I say, knife, knife, or I might go get a pair of scissors and say, look, here you go, pair of scissors. You're doing a great job already. So they understand because I did a pretty interesting Sunday morning devotion where one morning I made the kids make their family out of paper and had them all put them together and glue them together. And then every time they did something divisive, I gave them a pair of scissors and I forced them to cut someone out of their family. And they were crying. <laughs> but it worked and they didn't forget it. 
so they understand what it means to be building and building unity and listening really connected with him. That's something that helps glue versus a knife. And I told Colby that I've had to work on this a ton just because I'm teaching you. It's because I had to do it myself. I've read a bunch of books on it. In fact, Colby, I read one last year that was over 300 pages long just on how to listen. He was so shocked. I told Colby that we all must work on this vital skill to be better humans and in our family's case, better disciples. This skill requires humility and an attitude of curiosity. An active listener, I told him, has some answers but mostly questions as they realize there is more they don't know. Uh, Colby didn't like this, but he understood I was talking directly to him on that point. This takes them from a place of arrogance and pride in their knowledge to a place of receiving and wisdom. Colby really didn't like that part. Our bodies were designed with two ears and one mouth as insight into the proportion God wants us to use those organs. Kobe had heard enough. Two ears, one mouth. That means you're supposed to do more listening than talking. He got the lesson and truly listened to his dad the entire time. Otherwise, he faced a pair of scissors and cutting something out of his family. <laughs> but the message definitely was received for sure. So my question is, why do I teach this lesson on a podcast to solo cleaning owners? It's a vital skill to acquire for you, for me, for our kids, for everyone. Active listening and being a true listener is a sign of ultimate humility and caring and selflessness. It promotes great relationships. We can learn from anyone if we truly believe others around us have value. True listening will instruct you how to serve your community and your clients better. You will act on what you learn and serve them better. You'll build more trust. You'll become indispensable to your clients. This helps you optimize later, by the way. And the listening helps you figure out the things that you might forget to clean that are important to them so you can log as client preferences do those preferences every time and be more indispensable to them. I promise you, Solo Cleaning School, this one skill can literally pull you out of a low-paying, low-appreciation position to one of honor, gratitude, and high profit. So start truly listening and act on what you hear. All right, Solo Cleaning School, what do you think? Was my son Kenny right? Was this a good episode? I'm not sure Colby thinks it's good, but I liked it. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>